All right, we are back. So hopefully you are back as well. We had finished talking about the uh, corruption of the FBI and McGonagall, who has now pleaded guilty to actually involving himself with with the FBI. I mean, or excuse me, with the Russians. It, it's incredible to me that the the hypocritical nature of these liberals goes un, unmentioned by the media, and that's because the media, of course, is is collaborative with these people, and we've always known that. But it does sort of frighten you, or should frighten you, that it is something I've been right about. And I don't like being right about things that should frighten you. Honestly, I do not. The problem is I am right. That this FBI, from top to bottom, and everybody in between, is corrupt. And they're proving it to us with this latest guilty plea. They're all corrupt, except for the whistleblowers. It does blow you away, doesn't it? But then you've got people like Joe Scarborough who love to lecture us, and they love to lecture us by lying to us even even more. So you lie to us even more? What do you what do you mean by lying to us even more? Listen to Scarborough's lies. By the way, he's lecturing you, so remember that too. They have actually convinced themselves that it's a witch hunt. They have a guy who stole nuclear okay. secrets. They have a guy that stole you know, all of these other things, and they go, Well, why didn't Hillary Clinton? It's wrong that he stole nuclear secrets and no president or former president has ever done that. In American history, it's wrong that he tried to overthrow a presidential election and no president. No, you can't. Yeah, but Hunter Biden, when we're talking about stealing a presidential election and yet you do that, you, you, you do nothing but degrade yourself daily. See those things that you write, those things that you say, they're with you forever on this. You're choosing a failed reality TV host and a failed politician over America's rule of law, over the judiciary, over Madisonian democracy. And it's, it's, it's just, the further we get away from this moment, the more, more horrific it's going to look. The bobblehead was sitting next to him, of course. She needs to just shut up. And she tried to keep quiet there, although she did a couple of times try to jump in. (laughs) That woman is a complete moron. But so is he. He's just an arrogant, pompous moron. That's the difference. But imagine that guy having the balls to say those things. Now, how many lies did you notice in there? Let me see if I can figure them all out. He called Trump a failed reality TV host. Failed? The Apprentice was ranked number one in the ratings the entire period it was on. And it was on for years, almost 10 years. So how do you how do you describe that as failed? Failed politician? Failed? He was president of the United States. You're a failed politician, Joe Scarborough. You are a failed politician. You ran as a Republican. You served in Congress one term, I believe. Then you lost. That would be, by every definition, a failed politician. 
I said 10 years for The Apprentice. It was 15. So Joe Scarborough says that The Apprentice was a failed television show that ran on the air for 15 years and was number one in its slot almost every year. Every network executive under the sun would kill for a series or a TV show of any kind that could have that kind of success. But Joe Scarborough called Trump a failed reality TV star, a failed politician, a guy who achieves in one one run for election in his entire life, didn't run for anything prior to that, not city council, not school board, not neighborhood czar. He ran for president one time and won. How is he a failed politician? Then he ran again and had the election stolen from him. But let's just even, for argument's sake, allow for the fact that he lost and it was clean. Let's say it was clean. He ran for the highest office in the land, won one and lost one. How is that a failed politician? We, as Trump supporters, who believe that all of these charges against him are bogus, we degrade ourselves daily, he says. Donald Trump... Stole nuclear secrets. He said that. Would you care to point out which nuclear secrets he stole? Donald Stunk, Donald Trump stole an election. You care to point out which election he stole? You're the one who claims Biden won. How did Donald Trump steal the election? Who's in the White House? Is it Donald Trump? The guy who stole something is the guy who has that thing. And it ain't Trump. Tried to overthrow an election. Give me some evidence of that. Another lie. But we appreciate Joe Scarborough lecturing us with more lies. In the fine tradition of the guy he admires so much, the family man, Joe Biden, Joe Scarborough takes his cues from Biden and just simply lies. It's incredible, isn't it? So how do we stop some of this? Well, we wait for President Trump to get in there and go scorched earth, scorched earth on these people. But Andrew Clyde has an idea, too. He's a congressman, and he knows there's a way to get to the Department of Justice. And that is commerce justice science. That is where we fund, we decide on the budget, we write the check for the Department of Justice, which includes the FBI and the ATF and, and the entire uh, prosecutorial branch of the Department of Justice. So that is where we will be cutting their budget. You know, the barber is open, and we need to to hold them accountable through money. The only thing that agencies in Washington, D.C. listen to is money. Uh, if, if you don't have the ability to cut their budget, to eliminate their personnel, uh, to trim their uh, their cocktail allowances, if you will, their reception budget, you name it. If you don't have that power, they will ignore you. But we have that power, and we're going to use that power. Carpe diem to Representative Clyde. Use that power. Cut their power in that Department of Justice. Send the strongest message possible. And as we're speaking, more news is breaking from Jamie Comer, the oversight uh, chairman. Biden dined with oligarchs who paid Hunter Biden. The guy who had no connection or knowledge with any of Hunter's business, overseas businesses, now went to dinner with the very people that were paying the Biden family. See if they can finagle their way out of that one. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. 
Wow. Unbelievable. So now we have evidence of that. They keep saying, where's the evidence? Well, there's a mountain of evidence, but now we have more. And they're now uh, announcing that they have proof of $20 million sent to the Bidens, $20 million more, and they have proof. I told you the walls are closing around, and they are. But here's another way they're trying to, uh, Joe Scarborough, who loves Jack Smith so much, trying to break the law. When you indict someone, you use a, a, a grand jury in the jurisdiction where you're bringing the case. So Jack S. Smith has brought this documents case in Florida, which is the proper jurisdiction for it. That's where Mar-a-Lago is. And yet he's using a grand jury in Washington, D.C. Now, Judge Connor, who's overseeing that case in Florida, said, hold on a second. No, you're not. Of course, the liberals are, have exploding heads claiming somehow that she's bi- or she's a biased in Trump's favor. She's ruling according to the law. But see, liberals don't care about the law. If you rule according to the law, and it's against them, which it almost always is, since they don't follow the law, then you're just biased. You're corrupt. The corrupt is the corrupt person is Jackass Smith. And Cash Patel knows exactly what he's up to. Grand jury proceedings are secretive for a reason and issued in the district in which you're going to conduct the investigation and bring the charges because that's what the federal law and constitution require. This exposure shows you Jack Smith's true intent with Merrick Garland. They wanted to bring the Trump indictment in Washington, D.C. But not even these corrupt government gangsters could exercise the jurisdictional gymnastics necessary to keep the case in Washington. President Trump lives at Mar-a-Lago. The venue for the proceedings is in the Southern District of Florida. The witnesses are down at Mar-a-Lago. And as much as they might try to use this, the judge, Judge Cannon in Florida, caught on and said, wait a second, what are you guys doing? And I personally know. I was subpoenaed by Jack Smith's grand jury in Washington, D.C. on this case. There is no reason they shouldn't have brought it in Washington, D.C., except for the fact they wanted to rig it in D.C., and they got caught, and I think this judge is smart enough to um, force them to right. answer your important Th- question this is, I mean, in public. But when is the judge going to not just catch them? When is the judge going to issue strong, strong sanctions and recommend disbarment on Jack Ash Smith's part? When? Ever? No, because judges, by their very nature, are cowards. They don't like making decisions, and when they're forced to make a decision, they won't go far enough. Any judge, if, if I were a judge and had that pulled on me in my courtroom, I would be so pissed off. I would think, first of all, you're insulting my intelligence that you thought you could sneak that past me. A blind dog could see that if, you're, if you know anything about the law. So it's insulting to the judge, number one. It's illegal, number two. It's, it's, again, trying to rig the outcome of a trial. Liberals rig everything. It doesn't matter to them what it is. They'll rig it. Show them a ball game, they'll rig that. If they could get their dirty hands on a baseball game in the major leagues, they'd have it corrupted. Maybe they already have. We don't know. The Washington Nationals are pretty bad. Maybe the Washington, D.C. elites have paid them off. Lose ball games, we cash in. Here's money for you guys, though.
Would it surprise you if we found out that that was true? Wouldn't surprise me. That's the problem with this country. That's why this country is so rotten to the core now. Because it wouldn't surprise us if we found out that Washington politicians were rigging professional sports games. Wouldn't surprise me at all. If it surprises you, you're not paying attention. You're just not paying attention at all. They'll rig anything if they can get their dirty hands on more money and more power. William Barr, this pig, who's running around on every circuit he can to promote his new book, and Fox keeps giving him an audience on every show, and we love to point out his lies because they never challenge him. He's on with Martha McCallum yesterday, and she's too weak to challenge him or too lacking in knowledge to challenge him. But now Barr's claiming that he would have considered not bringing the case against President Trump over the January 6th baloney. Now, remember, this is the guy that just a few days ago said it was a legitimate case, and he tried to insist that that was the case again, but he keeps hedging his bet now and flip-flopping. And I think that there are some considerations here that I would have seriously considered not bringing the case. Uh, And, you know, one of them is the divisiveness of the case compared to what will be achieved from it, especially in light of the handling of the the Hunter Biden case, which crystallizes this very deep-seated feeling that there's two standards. And here you are being aggressive against President Trump. I'm not saying that it's improper to bring the case, but I'm saying it's a, it's an aggressive move that, and uh, versus, I think, very lenient treatment uh, uh, of Hunter Biden. And I think that that is very divisive in the country, and I would have taken that into account. You would have taken that into account. You had your chance to be less than lenient on Hunter Biden, but you chose not to. You had your chance to pursue Hunter Biden. You had your chance to pursue the election fraud, but you chose not to. You chose to sit it out. That's a crime. You didn't carry out your oath of office. In fact, you intentionally aborted the mission. So what are you criticizing Merrick Garland for in going easy on Hunter Biden when you did the exact same thing? You set the template for it, Barr. And now he claims that it's not improper to bring this case against Trump, but I would have had other considerations. The country's divided. What does the country divided have to do with bringing a criminal case if you really believe it's a legitimate case? But that's Barr's Barr's thinking seeping out, that he's an elitist, he's an elitist snob, and so if it's one of us, we don't bring those charges. And that's what he's worried about. He's worried about this, he calls it a slippery slope, What it means, translated, is this. If they'll bring these charges against Trump, God, they'll start bringing them against all of us. We were in the good buddies club here. We didn't do this to each other at all. What are you doing, Democrats? That's what he's concerned about. And that's how he flip-flops now and uh, really doesn't care about how the MAGA crowd thinks. I do think that while this is not interference in the election, I don't agree with that critique, But as a practical matter, it is going to divert attention and distract people from the election. And I'm afraid we're going to spend the next year and a half, you know, as if we're entombed in a a set of reruns of the Perry Mason show versus debating uh, the serious issues that confront the country. So those are practical reasons why I think it would have been wise maybe not to proceed with it. But I don't like... You know, all all these uh, overkill attacks that this was somehow reprehensible to bring it. What was reprehensible was the conduct after the election. 
And it's perfectly to be expected that the Department of Justice would approach it the way it would approach something like this, which is under under uh, the, the laws against defrauding the United States and obstructing proceedings. <laughs> what def- what where did Trump defraud anybody? Where did he obstruct any proceeding? He did not. And you have no evidence to, to say that he did. None. Zero zip. But he says that he doesn't like it when we describe it as reprehensible. And what's reprehensible is Trump's conduct. What's reprehensible is you. You failed to investigate the election fraud of which there was unbelievable evidence. And because you failed to investigate it, which is your job, you caused people to get infuriated, which resulted in people breaking some windows and pushing some people around at the Capitol. If you really want to lay blame on what happened there, if you think it was anything more than a dust-up, which is all it was, but if you're one of the psychos who think there was an insurrection, the blame goes to the feet of William Barr. No one else. He's the guy that caused the unrest by not investigating the overwhelming evidence of election fraud. He's the guy. Now he claims that bringing these charges is not election interference, but it is a distraction. What's the difference, Barr? Interference is a distraction. If you're interfering with something, you've distracted people away from achieving it, you stupid ass. How dumb are you? Do you think just talking in circles makes you sound intelligent? And those of us out here, the MAGA crowd, we're just dumb hillbillies. Because William Barr is so smart. I just poked 17 holes in his crap. It wasn't hard. By the very nature and definition of election interference, distraction fits the bill. Ask any football coach. Football coaches hate distractions. You know why? And they'll tell you this. Because it interferes with their preparation. That's why. So distraction, interference. Barr says it's not interference, even if it's a distraction. Barr is in Looneyville. But Barr's hatred for Trump comes out in those comments. Did you notice how angry he started to get when he said, what is reprehensible is Trump's conduct. William Barr hates Donald Trump for whatever reason we don't know. I guess because Trump called him out for not investigating election fraud. That's my only guess. William Barr is one of the great mistakes Donald Trump ever made. Jeff Sessions was bad. Barr was abominable. Because with Sessions, when you hired him, when you appointed him as attorney general, at least you thought he was a loyal soldier. He was one of the first senators to endorse President Trump in the campaign of 2016. But when you appointed William Barr, you already knew he resided in the enemy's camp. He's a George Bush guy. If you're a Bush guy, you're not a Trump guy. Trump had to know that. And worse than that is his advisors around him should have known it. So of all the horrible hires that President Trump made, and there's plenty of them, William Barr was the worst. And and I don't even know who's second. It's so far behind him. He was the worst because he caused the January 6th event to happen. William Barr is to blame for that.
And now we're being told that despite the realities of our own pocketbooks and our own bank accounts and price at the pump and the price at the grocery store, we're being told that by Kamala Harris yesterday that we call this Bidenomics, all the success that we're having. We're all feeling good out here because it's so economically wonderful. And we call this Bidenomics. <laughs> That's what she said yesterday. I'll let Larry Kudlow describe the effects of true Bidenomics. It's also about Uncle Joe's top-down Bidenomics, spending literally trillions of dollars of handouts to favored woke companies, a million Democratic interest groups, blue states, blue cities, ESGs, and all the rest of the liberal left climate industrial complex. There it is. This is quintessential big government socialist central planning using the regulatory state to jam down our throats all kinds of dictums and decisions that we don't want. Of course, the best examples are these Biden attacks on appliances, gas stoves, hot water heaters, air conditioners, cold-fired pizza, microwaves, ceiling fans. I don't like cold showers. And the rest of the long list that I've mentioned so many times before. People don't want this. They don't want to lose their creature comforts or have to pay huge costs to replace existing appliances with new Biden contraptions. Carpe diem, Larry Kudlow. That pretty much explains what we're going through, doesn't it? You're feeling it. I'm feeling it. Liberals are feeling it. That's why the polls are so badly against Biden and his economics, his Bidenomics. He really thought that was clever. Remember when he was trying to deny that he made it up? You know, this isn't something that I said. The press gave this nickname. Right. And yet that's all you say and that's all Harris says. <laughs> the guy will lie literally about anything. It really doesn't matter what it is. He'll lie about it. I guess it's all he knows is lie, lie, lie. Then when you're done lying, lie some more. Steve Forbes knows a thing about economics, and here's what he believes Bidenomics are all about. The people see it ain't happening. And what's amazing is they thought they could go around to the American people, say they've got a lot of great spending programs, even though standards of living are not going up, and convince the American people that all is well. You know, Herbert Hoover, back in the Great Depression, was accused of always saying, which he didn't, but accused of saying, prosperity is just around the corner. Trust us. No, the American people don't. And when they say inflation is slowing, that still means prices are going up. And people are noticing, guess what, at the gas pump? Prices are going up again. We all notice it. I was stunned by it yesterday when I went to fill up. I hadn't filled up in a few days. I can't believe it went up that fast that far. 344. That was at Sam's Club, by the way. I'm sure you're paying 360 anywhere else. Incredible. And we're supposed to believe that somehow this is working. Have you ever been insulted like this before? I mean, you're, you know, a lot of people sometimes will doubt, am I smart? And, you know, is everybody smarter than me? Because I just don't get it. But then all of a sudden you, you get insulted by people like Biden and it snaps you out of it, out of your funk. You go, wait a minute. This guy's telling me that I'm doing well financially through his policies when the truth is I'm suffering, everybody I know is suffering, and it's all because of his policies. We were doing great the day he took office. You know how great? Let's just use gas as an example because that's the one that everybody feels all the time. Well, here's what gas prices, on, on average... Today, three eighty two. 
You know what it was the day Biden took over? 238. So for every gallon of gas you're pumping today, you're paying on average a buck fifty more than you were when he stepped in. How does that help out? Anybody? Anybody? But Joe Manchin apparently wants some more favors from Biden. He issued this statement. The Inflation Reduction Act is one of the most historic pieces of legislation passed in decades, and we're already seeing real results in West Virginia. No, you're not, you liar. You're seeing the same thing we're seeing all over the place. We're seeing higher gas prices, higher food prices. That's the effect of the Inflation Reduction Act. A year into it. Nothing's better. Nothing. Major companies are laying people off just this year. Tyson Foods, FedEx, CVS Health, McDonald's, Microsoft, Wells Fargo, Walgreens, The Children's Place, Ford. Those people are all laying people off. If Bidenomics is working so well, why are they laying people off? Joe Manchin, if it's working so well, tell us about it. Or would you rather just lie because you found something that you need from Biden? And if you lie like that, then, of course, that helps. In addition, our credit rating destroyed. A warning on the three big banks reflected the ongoing strain in the U.S. banking sector, including increased pressures on funding and potential weaknesses in the amount of capital lenders are required to hold. So Moody's has warned it could cut credit ratings of six of the biggest U.S. banks. And tell us again how it's working. I'm still waiting. President Trump has weighed in on it, of course, and I'm glad he did. And he accurately points out, during Biden's first 30 months in office, 2.1 million jobs were created. Now, of those 2.1 million, at least half, probably three quarters, were jobs that were already there that they came back to. By contrast, during my first 30 months, we created 4.9 million new jobs, new jobs, a record millions and millions more experts predicted. Under Bidenomics, gas prices again nearing $4 a gallon. Inflation has reached the highest level in half a century. Mortgage rates are now pushing a brutal 7%. When I was your president, the 30-year mortgage rate reached a record low of 2.65%. Inflation was less than 1.9%, and we had gasoline down to 187 a gallon. I'll actually go lower. Where I bought my gas, it was in the 160s during Trump's presidency. Pretty incredible. So you're paying about 165 or so on average, 166. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, 366. Some places are over four dollars. It's 381 down in Central Florida from a listener. 238 when Trump left office, and it only had gone up because of the pandemic. Remember, as I'm telling you, it was 166 where I bought my gas. I'd, I'd say that Steve Forbes and Larry Kudlow know a little bit more about the economy than Joe Biden will ever know. In fact, they've forgotten more than he'll ever know. Now, Biden had to be proud of the thugs that showed up uh, at Governor Abbott's uh, gathering yesterday to 
sign into law protection for female athletes that transgenders could not compete in female sporting events. Riley Gaines, the swimmer from Kentucky, who's the most visible face of this movement, was there. So was Macy Petty, another NCAA athlete. And Macy Petty said that she was told that because of the thugs that showed up, it wasn't safe to even go outside. We were told that it wasn't safe outside because um, they were completely unhinged, to be honest, as we could see as they were spitting on people. They were calling uh, fifth graders and third graders transphobes. It was absolutely ridiculous. Aren't you proud of yourself? And take a look at these people when you see the video. They all look the same. They're all pigs. They're all, they look like they're unshaven, unbathed. They're disgusting. They're the rotten rodents of society. They can't get a real job, so they get employed by George Soros, who uses them. They're too dumb to know as rodents that you're being used. And then they hurl those kinds of comments at five-year-old kids. I said earlier in the show, what would you do if they said that to your five-year-old? I know what I'd do. I don't have any hesitation what I'd do. Because I don't live, I haven't lived my life in order to avoid one day in jail. I've spent the day in jail. And I gladly spend another one. Because I can sleep at night. Nobody's talking to my child like that. Nobody. I don't care who you are. And I might get my ass kicked. But I'll tell you what, you'll be worse for the wear when it's all said and done. Because I won't stop. You ever talk to a five-year-old child like that? In fact, if you talk to someone else's five-year-old around me, there's going to be some shit flying. Victor Davis Hanson knows that this country is in dire straits. This country is in dire straits right now, and I think we need a counter-revolution. We need somebody to stand up and say, some brave politician said, I don't care what you do to me, I don't care about my career, this is going to stop. It's going to stop now. We're going to enforce the law. We're going to bring back an orderly and humane society. We're going to judge people in the content of their character and not the color of their skin. We're not going to destroy the middle class for the pipe dreams of the bicoastal elite. There's somebody like that. And I think there's people on the political horizon who could rise to the occasion. Well, we know who can. <laughs> He's already been there. His name is Donald J. Trump. That's who it is. And we know it because he did it. He did all those things that Victor Davis Hanson just talked about doing. Every one of them. And he's coming back. And he's coming back in, in large part because the white, not the white, not the white, the black voters and the Hispanic voters and all of the minority voters are saying enough is enough from the Democrats. I told you at the beginning of the show, right now Biden has 49% of the non-white vote of likely voters. Trump has 33%. Now, you might say that sounds bad for Trump. 16% difference. He's losing. First of all, 33% is the highest ever recorded for a Republican. But secondly, Biden won that category in 2020 by 48 points. So he has slipped from 48 to 16. Janelle King is a conservative black woman who thinks she understands why the black voters are changing. The Democratic Party has lied, particularly to the black community, for over 50 years, and they're continuing to lie and show that they don't care. And that's why we're seeing this this rise of new voters. Carpe diem, Janelle King. Carpe diem to the black and Hispanic and minority voters who are waking up. 
Get up, get up, get up. Time to wake up. Speaking of waking up, Ron DeSantis has changed the uh, campaign manager in his campaign for the third time. (laughs) Can anybody say chaos? Look, Governor, keep your good name. You've been one of the greatest governors in the country, and Monica Crowley believes the same, but it's time to go because nobody's beaten Trump. Look, there's a huge difference between being a very effective governor of a major state like Florida and running for president. And then it's something else entirely to run for president against Donald Trump. And Governor DeSantis is finding out exactly how difficult it is. Look, most Republicans are very wary about the donor class and the establishment class and the consultant class. And that includes Governor DeSantis. So he has wanted to surround himself with the people he knows and trusts in the state of Florida. While that's understandable, you are trying to run a national campaign. He needs somebody. And he needs other people. But look, the the truth is, for all intents and purposes, this primary is over. And so he can bring in an A-team from God knows where, and he's still not going to gain the kind of traction he needs to overcome Donald Trump. No chance. Monica Crowley, you are spot, spot on. Double spot, triple spot, right on. On the other side, it's not so clear, and I believe that Biden will not be the nominee. They are not allow, about to allow him. If you've noticed, there's less rhetoric from the liberals against Robert Kennedy Jr. all of a sudden. Remember when he first announced he was running, they were trying to tear him apart. They were trying to destroy him. But now they've realized that Biden cannot win. And so they're quiet about Robert Kennedy Jr. This is what I call the lull period as they rev up the machine to support him, and it will in the end. Or Obama, Mikey Obama. One of the two. I'm predicting Mikey Obama is the one that's left standing. Bill Maher, the uber-liberal, even he gets pissed off by Biden. One of the things I hate the most about Biden is that he never stands up to woke nonsense in his party. He also doesn't want to fight that wing of his party. He knows that's where a lot of the energy is in the party. And he's afraid of it. And that's clear by all of the things he does. That's clear. Carpe diem, Bill Maher. Well, folks, our uh, good friends at Window World, we got rain coming again. I hope your windows aren't leaking. But even if they aren't leaking, it might be wise to at least look into Window World. 314-993-1800. That's a phone number that you'll never regret calling. Because they'll come out and give you a free in-home estimate. And they'll prove to you how they're simply the best for less. 314-993-1800. Do what I did. Call them. They came to my house after hail had broken through my windows. And when we were done, I was getting the preferred window of the Blues, the official window of the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Now, why was I doing that? Because I'm smart, that's why. I don't see a lifetime warranty that covers all parts, glass breakage, and labor as anything but a good thing. And that's what I got. I don't think I don't think that it's bad to get windows that have double strength glass, and that's what I got from Window World. No upcharge. That's what they sell you. I don't think it's bad to get eighteen months same as cash financing with approved credit. Window World gives you that. I don't think it's bad that their windows are so durable that a guy my size couldn't go into the showroom, kick them around, jump on them, and not crack them, crease them, or dent them in any way. That's not a bad thing. So I got Window World Windows. And guess what else I found out? My utility bills came down. So I didn't have to run my 
furnace or my air conditioner 24-7, and I save money by not having to replace those two big-ticket items. Everything good. Not only that, the price, you compare the price of the two companies, the window world, to any of the competition, and you will be stunned by the difference. 314-993-1800. That's window world. 314-993-1800. Now, our phone lines are open for you. 636-348-4460. 636-348-4460. If you want to join in uh, with our discussions. And we'll be right back with more after this. Well, I guess it's probably know by now I was one who wanted to fly I wanted to ride on that arrow of fire Right up into heaven And I wanted to go for every man Every child, every mother of children I wanted to carry the dreams of all people Right up to the sky I'd find an answer there Maybe I would find the song Giving a voice to all of the hearts That cannot be heard and For all of the ones who live in fear And all of those who stand apart By being there the greatest Oh, 
Welcome you back in. Kevin Slayton with you on a Wednesday morning live in the Monster Energy Drink, Window World, STL-Cars.com, King's Court. Now, I'm telling you, folks, a, a can of Monster Energy Drink right now would go great for you. It's going to be a lousy, rotten weather day, unfortunately, once again. And so we hate these kinds of days, don't we? We just hate them. We don't want anything to do with them. So we look at our Monster Energy drink and we say, this is going to boost me up, going to give me confidence. It's going to make me feel better. I'm going to have a boost, a, a burst of energy. And I'm going to get going because I'm going to get my Monster Energy drink. And that way I can go out and be my best all day. I'll be at the top of my game no matter what it is I'm doing. It's pickleball, it's golf, it's tennis, it's work. Monster Energy drink will give you that jump start to your day. Unleash that beast in you and grab yourself a can of Monster Energy drink. I drink the sugar-free version of it. That's what fits me the best, but whatever you like is what you need to have. Monster Energy Drink. And then uh, use it to wash down some Taco Bell for lunch, maybe some dinner, maybe some late night. Breakfast time, of course. They've got the dollar crave menu and the $5 crave menu fired up and going. Grilled breakfast burrito, you can get it for a buck with bacon bits, a buck. Two different AM Crunch Wraps, both are under $3. The Grande Scrambler is under $3. If you're a little hungrier, the $5 Crave menu might be yours. A double chalupa in a box with two tacos and a soft drink, 5 bucks. Same for a triple double crunch wrap, just 5 bucks. I believe in supporting locally owned and operated businesses, so I do with Taco Bell as well. Here are their locations that are locally owned and operated. In Missouri, the Chesterfield Valley, Jackson, Missouri, Cape Girardeau right next door, eating at both of those. Union, St. Clair, Washington, eating at all of those. Waterloo, Decatur, Springfield, Illinois, Carbondale, DeCoin, Troy, Salem, Jerseyville, and Columbia, Illinois. Those are all locally owned and operated Taco Bell locations. By the way, I'm glad I have Green Envy treating my yard because it looks beautiful here in August. That rain's helping, but Green Envy coming along and treating it makes me the uh, sort of the uh, bell of the ball when it comes to my neighborhood lawns. Woo, look at mine. It ain't anything I'm doing. 
636-757-1600. That's Green Envy. And you can uh, jump right in. They'll be happy to bring come over and take a look at your lawn. Did you see where, uh, by the way, our, our phone lines are open, 636-348-4460. 636-348-4460. I don't know if you saw where um, President Trump has revealed that the January 6th committee, the dirtiest committee ever formed, somehow misplaced, lost, threw away all of their, <laughs> they're unbelievable, their records and documents from their quote-unquote investigation. As President Trump tweeted on Truth Social, so now that I have full subpoena power because of the freedom of speech sham indictment by crooked Joe Biden, deranged Jack Smith and the Department of Justice, it has been reported that unselect January 6th Committee of Political Hacks and Thugs has illegally destroyed their records and documents. This is unthinkable, and the fake political indictment against me must be immediately withdrawn. The system is rigged and corrupt, very much like the presidential election of 2020. We are a nation in decline. You know, most of the time people don't want to hear negative news. They just don't. So when you say we are a nation in decline, and the president has repeated that on many occasions, he is 100%, of course, correct. But you need to get the message out to people. Hey, this country is in trouble, and I can fix it because I fixed it before. Donald Trump is the only person running that has a track record of fixing the country. And he fixed it in spectacular fashion. Notice yesterday that a major U.S. trucking company, Yellow Corporation, the trucking company that got $700 million in taxpayer funds during the pandemic because Biden gave them a shout-out, told them they were a great company. You would think that would lead to financial success for the company, right? Well, they've now declared bankruptcy, so that leaves taxpayers on the hook and I would imagine a whole range of goods and services whose prices will now spike. 30,000 people out of a job. So, Biden, you want to tell us again about all these jobs you're creating? You just cost 30,000 people their jobs. The company was 100 years old. Gone. Poof. That's what happens when you get a recommendation from Biden If he endorses you, you're done. You're finito. COVID loan payments, man. Those payments turned out to be as big a sham as everything else. So that company's gone, the one that Biden personally endorsed. (laughs) And there's a report that's now leaked out that the Identity of the cocaine abuser in the White House is someone in the Biden family orbit, but not Hunter. So the story is kind of a tease as much as it is a statement of any facts. But Susan Katz Keating is the publisher of Soldier of Fortune magazine, and she made the claim. She has three security sources who gave it to her, she said. She even texted a number linked to Biden in a bid to sniff out the culprit. But she got nothing. She got nowhere with that.
One source told her, if you want the name, ask Joe Biden. He knows who it is. So the Secret Service informed Biden who it was. It was someone within the family orbit, Biden family orbit, and it wasn't Hunter, said a second source. Susan Keating then texted the number provided by the White House, purportedly to send Biden an SMS message and asked point blank, three trusted sources tell me the Secret Service gave you the name of the person who brought the cocaine into the executive mansion. Is this true? And if so, can you please confirm the name? The message from Keating bounced back to her with a label, not delivered. (laughs) The widespread corruption continues. It's a beautiful thing because here's what the number uh, says when you when you are advised to call it. Hey there, it's President Biden. Thanks for reaching out. I'm excited to be connected. I'm giving out this number because I wanted a direct channel to communicate with folks like you. I'll text here from time to time, and you should feel free to text me too. I won't be able to reply to everything, but I'll try my hardest. Click this link so I can read your message and reply to you. And her question was, Did the Secret Service inform you on the identity of the White House cocaine culprit? (laughs) And she got shut down. So could it have been Jill Biden, the doctor, on cocaine duty? Was it Joe himself, Joe, Papa Joe? Who could it have been? Anthony Blinken, perhaps? Lloyd Austin? Lloyd Austin looks like he might be doing something. He's got those eyes that are just... Where am I? Who else could it have been? Jennifer Granholm? Harris herself? I mean, she likes to cackle a lot. I don't do drugs, never have, but I've seen people who've done them. They start laughing a lot. Maybe it's the cackler. The cackling cocaine bandit. Maybe we could, Maybe that's her new nickname. Sometimes it's hard to figure out. There are so many criminals involved in that White House. I mean, who could you even guess? Just about everybody in that White House and in Biden's family orbit is a potential criminal or an actual criminal. (laughs) So how could you point one finger at one person for doing a little coke in the White House? Only these Hoosiers would do cocaine in the White House. Isn't it odd that... Two, the last two presidents who've done damning things in the White House, Bill Clinton and his little sexcapades, and now Biden and his cocaine, are Democrats. Of course they have no respect for the White House and what it stands for. Liberals don't respect anything this country stands for. They want to tear it down. They hate this country. They've allowed all of these historical statues to be torn down through the past few years and defaced. And they continue to allow it today. As Trump says, I wonder where that cocaine came from. What happened? That was the quickest investigation I've ever seen. He's right. Took about five years to investigate President Trump, it seems. But the little black lesbian says, you know, there have been some irresponsible reporting about the family. The Biden family was not here. Remember she said that? They were not here, and yet they were. Does anybody over there ever tell the truth about anything? Anything at all? The weather, maybe? Remember, Biden talked a lot about the weather to his son's business 
partners. That's what they tell us. The weather was a prime topic. Strange that that would be the case, but hey, who am I to try to figure out? It's crazy, isn't it? Seems crazy to me. Good morning. You are on the Monster Energy Drink, Window World, STL-Cars.com, Kings Court. How are you today? Kevin, this is Doug. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well also, Doug. Good to hear from you. Uh, thank you. Hey, um, I had to call when I heard um, you, you talked about Yellow Freight. Well, I still call it Yellow Freight, declaring bankruptcy, but... Um, they tried to hire me many, 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 many years ago, um, and they were quite successful for a long time. But uh, I was just going to note the Wall Street Journal is trying to blame Trump on that, um, <laughs> and they have been for a couple weeks. But uh, really, the bigger story um, is this Proterra, this electric bus company that was celebrated by Biden, and Granholm was on the board, and they all had stock in this stupid thing. That electric bus companies filed for bankruptcy too, and that was um, what's her name's baby? Um, um, oh, Kamala Harris. But it kind of brings back memories of this old Solyndra thing under uh, Obama years ago that that went under so fast, and there was all kinds of corruption there as well. well so there's, there's corruption anyway, everywhere I, you look. Yeah, yeah, but this thing stinks. Um, I mean, they had this company at the White House and everything. There's some, if you look up Proterra, P-R-O-T-E-R-R-A. I mean, at least Yellow, you know, they were, I, my understanding is pretty much taken down by the unions. But, um, I mean, they were an important company for a long time. Um, and I, I think it's a real shame. I'm not sure. I think they had a bad uh, acquisition. But, you know, they hired people, and, and they're a very important company for a long time. That's different than some startup company that doesn't have a good – has no track record, and it was just a long bet. Um, and that, that thing was supported by the government as well. Um, so, I mean, the government bets sometimes, and you probably remember the whole Chrysler thing years ago uh, when they bailed them out. But um, – um, I just wanted to make a call about that. Well, I appreciate it, so, Doug, and I appreciate your firsthand knowledge of dealing with that company. Um, also, um, it's not getting reported anywhere. Um, you have a caller who sometimes calls in about Gateway Pundit, but there, this Michigan vote thing is just blown up. I mean, there's there are court documents and everything about the voting fraud that happened in Michigan. And I'm telling you, I stayed up basically all night, the night of the election, and I saw that Michigan vote flip, 51% to Trump, 49 Biden, just flipped within an hour. And it was the most corrupt thing ever. And I've, I've read about vote dumps and all kinds of shit that happened. I'm sorry, excuse my French. But, I mean, this, this thing is, it, it's not going to get coverage, but they've got court documents and they've got someone they caught who was bringing in voter registrations that were clearly fraudulent. And uh, of all those states, you know, we talk about the big three, you know, Arizona, um, Pennsylvania, oh, oh my God, I can't remember, Georgia. 
But I think Michigan was the most corrupt of all. It might and have I, been. It I, might have been. And, and there was a lot more at stake there because you had a governor who was going to lose. Tudor Dixon was going to beat her. Uh, you had President Trump going to carry the state. You had a black man running for Senate who was a stud. Yeah. He now is, he's now a congressman. Yeah. He, he did win election to Congress, but he was going to be the senator and would have given the Republicans the advantage in the Senate. So there was a lot more at stake in, the, in that state than there was in Wisconsin or uh, someplace like that. Yeah, and I and you know I know you got to run pretty quick, but to me, um, it, it's just comical how everything we know is a, is a lie anymore. Um, you know, well, COVID. So Newt Gingrich said that anything comes out of Biden is a lie. You know, it's a lie, and if you think otherwise, you're a fool. Real quickly, Doug, are you aware by any chance of how much of refrigerated goods uh, was coming out of Yellow Freight? Because that is going to be an issue with supply and demand in this country now. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I can definitely look into it. Um, I had familiarity with many of the big truck, trucking companies years ago in my old job. You know, Churchill Truck Lines, uh, Contract Freighters Inc., uh, Roadway. Uh, there was a company called Republic. It went by risk. Um, but that was my company did a lot of work for trucking companies. But Yellow was the, the gold bearer. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to look that up. Um, but, you know, everything's a lie, but they still want us to believe that that election yeah. was the most secure <laughs> in history. It just – everything's a lie. It, um, but, it really oh is. Oh, my God. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the tail wagging the dog. There's no question about it. And anybody who wants to go see – who could look up that movie and watch it, you're watching it in real live time right now in the Biden White House. All right, Doug, great stuff. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And, and you, you have to wonder how much is refrigerated goods. You have to wonder how this is going to affect the entire supply line in this country because we're in trouble, again, in more ways than one. All right, that's going to wrap us today. We appreciate your patience for sticking through the technical issues uh, that the government uh, threw on us. And um, we're back fighting the good fight, though. We're undeterred. We're back fighting the good fight for you again tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock right here in the Monster Energy Drink Window World, stl-cars.com. I'll give you more information on the sports show after I have a meeting today. Uh, So we'll have some more things ironed out, and I will be able to report back to you tomorrow morning exactly what we're going to do and when we're going to start. All right, folks. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. So long, everybody.